You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight, I'm joined by uh, my, my good friends. Instead of the usual cast, I'm just going to start saying my good friends, because that's who we all are. Uh, Chris and Ray, how are y'all doing? Fine. Our dog's being, our dog's being a jerk right now. now, but yeah, good. Oh, tell me about dogs being jerks. Like, uh, Max, just, Max literally turned 11 today, and uh, for whatever reason has decided that uh, he just wants to go to the bathroom in the house. And I'm just like, nope, that's not a thing. Uh, we're not doing this, so it's like happy birthday. I'm about to beat you to death. <laughs> so, um, well, let's go ahead and move on to our, our go ahead and get started with the show and talk about updates for what we've been working on. Uh, Ray, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, All right. Because as always, uh, so you had a couple, you had three different things on your list. Okay. Um, actually, you had two different things, and I kind of tacked one back on there. Uh, the first one's uh, you're going to be working on the bathroom. Uh-huh. You were going to work on the you're going to get the fairy door created, and I'm asking about the picture box for Chris's pictures again. Okay, <laughs> so the picture box is out. However, I came up with some good ideas for Chris's pictures, okay. and, and we went out on a little tour oh. around town and we got some pictures done. So yes. that was fun. Yes. Uh, the Bathroom took a lot more than I thought uh, because apparently I had to do a cabinet as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so <laughs> so the bathroom is about 90% done. Yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, bathroom doors swapped out. Uh, the door where it used to be is now filled in with drywall. It needs some touch Not very ups, well done drywall, but it's uh, not. It's, it's, the, it's the filler, the the, the yeah, I, I need to redo it. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because you didn't I didn't, have any tape. didn't have any tape, and I didn't have time to uh, send it all down properly and get everything else done. So somebody painted and <laughs> there's gonna be crap hung over top there. I really don't care. <laughs> she doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't care. But anyway, that's that's fine. Uh, at some someday when Chris is away for like a weekend, I may just move stuff and re-sand it and repaint it. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's all been done. Uh, new door has been hung. Um, and then a buddy of mine, uh, was very kind and gave me a hand, uh, moving some of the wiring around, uh, that, which became a bit of a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. Um, but we moved it and then, uh, the floors, we were really happy. They turned out amazing. Uh, they're original to the house. Um, what, I found out what it was. Was it spruce? Fur. It was fir. It's Douglas fir. Uh, okay. So it's a hardwood, but it smells like pine. Um, and yeah, they came out real nice. So happy with that. Uh, did y'all sand them down? Or yeah. okay. So did you get like, did you just like orbital hand sand this, or did you get like the big so monster had, sander? We also had to get put stripper on them because they had been painted. So, so we was, paint off it. There was about. Three different layers of paint, maybe more, and oh. there was also some original stain and clear coat that we had to all get through. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we scraped it all down as best uh-huh. we could, and we put um, uh, like Again. a stripper off of it, or on it, and got that all done. Um, and then you sanded that. And then orbital sander, because we couldn't fit a big oh, no, it's a tiny floor bathroom. sander on, yeah. in that area. And I would have been terrified of hitting the toilet, uh, the toilet pipe. Any fixture. Right? Yeah, it would Anything. have been it would have been bad. So, uh, yeah, it was all by hand. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Like orbital sander hand. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it turned out great. And then a couple of clear coats of uh, new oil uh, to seal it up, and that works real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just oiled it. You didn't stain it again. No. No. no, no just oiled it, and it's. It's a really nice. It'll amber the oil store that we got ambers over time, so yep. it'll be it'll be like a really nice amber color. It'll go really dark. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Okay. Cool. In the future, like, like 10 over to time. Years. <laughs> it's like a natural patina effect that yeah. the oil does. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So yeah, there's that. Um, Fairy door did not get done. No, because somebody 
came up with an idea. Somebody to, being me. To <laughs> buy a dresser uh, and didn't want it to be a dresser, wanted it to be a cabinet dresser. Uh-huh. So that we had to take out the top two drawers, make it into a cabinet, and then just have the two bottom drawers, but have dividers put in the bottom two drawers. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure that one out. So that but you took... did it. It looks awesome. <laughs> I'm proud of the way that it came out. I will say that. I was a little nervous. Um, so what, what was amazing about what happened was uh, I measured it all out, and the two face, yeah. the two drawer fronts yeah. uh, actually fit together and became the shelf. So uh, I, I had to sand it all down and join them together, and then so they they became the shelf, and then the rest of the old drawers that I took out, uh, I put it all together, and uh, that became the back of the where the shelf is. Uh, so it filled the the old cabinet or the drawer, the, the drawer space so it looks at least like it's supposed to be uh, built that way mm-hmm. uh, so then now we've got a cabinet in there it looks like an old uh, tv cabinet almost yes almost. I was just, you did a good job on it I was, that's actually what i was just looking at again because you had sent pictures thanks yeah so uh and then i was really happy that uh thankfully so it is built in like we're guessing the 50s mm-hmm. and no earlier than that it's an art deck it's so called a waterfall 40s? dresser, so it would be anywhere between, like, probably the 30s or 40s. It's an Art Deco style of dresser. So, thankfully, the um, the wood that they used, like the, what's the it veneer? called? The veneer that they used is thicker than what they use now, so it was actually able to sand it all down and properly seal it up again. And uh, it actually, I was really happy with the way the grain turned out, so. We only spent 70 bucks on the dresser. That's right. Nice. So... So that was done, and then uh, while I was in the middle of that, somebody found a mirror that Me. they liked. <laughs> I had bought a mirror off of Wayfair, and as soon as we put it up, I hated it. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. It's, it there's terrible. nothing wrong with the mirror. It's just the wrong style for what I'm going for. And so I found an antique mirror on Facebook Marketplace for 55 bucks. That didn't have a shelf. Did not have a shelf, but I had a perfect spot to put to a shelf. To add a shelf. To add a shelf. And add a backing to it, which I happened to use from the uh, oh, from the dresser. The shelf bottom was the perfect oh nice uh, perfect width, so that I could use that as the uh, the backing of the mirror, so that I could put the shelf on and not worry about shit falling in behind it. So yeah, it, and was... it looks awesome and it fits perfectly with what I want. Yeah. So yeah, it's been very creative. Very the way he puzzled that all together. It was really impressive. Very busy week or month. That was last weekend, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cabinet and the mirror. Yeah. So nice. this didn't get done. Uh, hopefully I can work on that in the coming month because we are not – we've decided that we're going to hold off on doing a bunch of stuff uh, that we were looking at doing, like stairs and stuff like that. So this month I'll, I'll have more time to actually work on creative stuff that I want uh, to well, work on, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Chris, you want to go next? Sure. All right. You had um, getting another blanket done, um, putting it on social media, the sink situation, using quotation marks here, uh, and then stuff like to deal with Etsy. Um, So I started another blanket. Okay. I did not – I'm not even – like I literally just started. I'm like two rows in. Part of that was oh, the, I, the yarn didn't show up. Oh, no. So that, oh, that's what so. that was. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Um, <laughs> so I did buy a crochet pattern for a specific blanket that I want to make for the living room here because of, I wanted to pull the couch. And I bought this really funky purple yarn. It's called Grape. But the website was screwing up, and, and I had to call, and then it was just fine. And it showed up. So it just showed up last week in a very disheveled-looking package. Thank God it's just yarn, and it's not, like, breakable. It, it was like somebody took, uh, you know, the... Um, the mail. The soft mail yeah. that had, like, the bubble? Yeah. Somebody took one of those, shoved all the yarn in. It looks like a four-year-old just taped a crap out of it, and yeah. then, like, okay, it's done. It's done. It's like, oh, that's but terrible. it's just yarn. <laughs> I got it on sale. It's fine. And, it sh- and I got all of it, so it's fine. Yes. Um, I 
Yeah. So before the show started, I had a flare up of my anxiety at the beginning of this month. So I haven't done much of anything in terms of creativity, just trying to manage my symptoms and just really focus on that and therapy and, and my acupuncture and stuff like that. So not much creative has been done that way. With the exception of taking some some fun pictures of the blankets. Yes, and that was fun. I felt a little weird doing it because there were people around and I'm naturally a very shy person. So it felt odd to bring a kitchen chair, like one of our dining room chairs. I'll send you some pictures so you and, can see. And okay. Like, and like different landscapes with people around and like we're taking outdoor pictures of these blankets. And so I have not done anything with them as of yet. I've been procrastinating again. But anyways, I have started one blanket. I really want to start the new one that I, the pattern that I bought for, because that's my problem is I will see something new and shiny, forget about other stuff. And then I have to do the new thing first before I can do anything else. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see pictures because I kind of had an idea. I was like, taking pictures of the blankets outside that's actually a really cool idea so because i know you wanted i know you the main thing you were worried about was taking the pictures and how they were going to look in different lighting and so you wanted to make sure the color came across all right so and we we took them it was closer to sunset um we probably had like an hour to work with so it's kind of like the golden hour um and uh, went down to the beach and then went to a lookout spot over the water too. So we tried a couple of different locations. We also drove around, tried to find some other spots, but they just didn't work. The lighting was, yeah. the um, good lighting had passed. Um, the water shots are okay. The one with the ones in front of the tree though, look fantastic. I was laying on the grass to get those. Yeah. <laughs> that looks fantastic. There was a car of um, elderly people just look because they were just enjoying the, the lookout. Because it was sun setting, right? So yeah. they were all there to watch the sunset. And there we are snapping pictures up against the tree. Yeah. So, so then they drive by and the lady in the back goes down the window and she's like, excuse me. And then asks a bunch of questions. Did I make them? Yeah. <laughs> Did you knit that? And I'm like, no, I crocheted it. It's different. And she asked me again, what's a beautiful knit blanket? It's not knit, it's preferred. But thank you. <laughs> she made them. But, so that was really neat. But um, yeah, so I did nothing that I said I would. <laughs> it's all good. It's, 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 uh, we're we're trying to be we're we're trying to put our best foot forward. Sometimes we sometimes we ache it, sometimes we overextend, sometimes it's like, nope, not no, the, not this moment, Satan. <laughs> so it is okay yeah absolutely it's not optional this isn't like i have so many paintings and drawings in my head that i want to get done Mm -hmm. i just need like a week of rain so that i'm forced to stay inside and do it gotcha um well, let's see here. So I'll I'll jump in here. So uh, the first thing I had on my list was uh, the trophy. I did finish the trophy. Um, I had thank you. I had to I had to give it several more coats, and I had it's one of those things I had to learn with the airbrush. Like so. Um, nope, that's not what I want to do here. No, no, no. There we go. So like I had to figure out in particular with this this um, this gold paint in order to get it to look fairly uniform without it wanting to drip i had to paint far enough away and it was just like very very light just very very quick back and forth and i know i didn't do that the first time i know i was too heavy-handed with it and that's why it dripped um i did get a clear coat on it i probably could stand to put a couple more on there but i think as the as these finally dry it'll be completely fine because every so often it feels like if you're holding on to it for a while in your hand it feels a little tacky but otherwise it's fine so uh, I did get finally get the pool open. I had talked about in the last episode how that was a, a big thing we were working on. Uh, we've had so much rain, but we did finally get the pool open and running and everything. And um, I've been swimming in it once uh, before the the high temperature showed up, and it was uh, Joseph and I were a little on the chilly side, um, but the boys were fine, and 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 Laney and, and uh, uh, Christy were fine, although Laney was just like, I'm I'm freezing my you know what's off. Um 
But uh, now that the pool's up and running, like it's just it's back to the usual. Oh, we got to vacuum in a little bit and put the chemical in. Good to go. Um, I had down that I was going to try to work on Baby Yoda or work on the 3D printed toy. Neither of those happened, uh, and I'll get to that in a second. Actually, let me go ahead and hit that before I, before I do anything else. So since we last talked, uh, I work in a uh, in a school district in a public school district. And we normally have never had like an online, you know, we don't do online schooling or whatever. And of course, uh, COVID shut everything down. We we literally handed out over a thousand laptops. And since I talked to y'all last, we have had to try to get as many of those back as we can. And I think we're down to 40 or so, somewhere around there. So not bad. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, but uh, and, and and a lot of that I I credit to the assistant principal who's kind of in charge of this. Like she was she was on the ball. She was constantly sending out notifications and stuff. Um, so I spent a the majority of my time doing that, and it's it was literally from the time I got there in the morning to the time I left, and uh, and yeah, like I just by the time I got home and ate dinner and we we've had baseball going on. Uh, I didn't feel like doing anything at night. I was like, nope, I'm just going to sit down and watch some TV with the wife. So, uh, yeah, not a lot of creative stuff done, you know, got done during that time period. So um, well, we go on to look at some of the other things I did manage to get done. Um, spreadsheet update. Oh, my God. I'll bring that up here in a second. Um, I've started working on the floors. We've, we've A couple of years ago, we put down a floating vinyl floor. Um, and, uh, you're supposed to leave, uh, a little bit of distance around so that it can, it can move or whatever. Uh, we had a place in the kitchen near the dining table where we had an issue where like it had kind of buckled up and the chairs going back and forth over it had kind of ripped it up. Well, I got that taken care of. And at first I thought it was a situation where, oh, I must not have left any wiggle room or whatever i don't that wasn't the case because whenever i pulled up the the quarter round it was fine i think whenever i put down the quarter round though i had like uh, nailed it like in so that instead of just kind of being like this and it floating above it it was like actually holding it down so that it couldn't move so hopefully i've corrected that uh there's a couple more places in the house there was one other place i pulled up the quarter round just kind of tapped the the, the boards in because they were starting to make a gap between it and the wall. And I've put in some, um, uh, some shims just so that they won't, you know, they can still expand the other way, but at least they'll exp- be expanding into the wall and not away from it. There's a couple more places I need to hit. That's kind of like that. Um, hopefully I'm going to work on that. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Um, got completely sidetracked with the side quest. Uh, so, Going along with all the rain that we've had, I, I've known my gutters have been pretty bad and I need to clean them out. Well, I finally was just like, you know what? I'll just take a little time, quotation marks, a little time, and I will uh, try to clean out the gutter. And it, it took me like almost an entire day. And uh, I still have more work I need to do. I still need to get up there now that they've completely dried out and I've gotten the majority of the crap out of them. I need to take like uh, my power washer and go up there and completely clean them out. And then I found um, they have advertisements down here for it. It's basically like a, a metal grid or, you know, that you can put over a screen. Yeah. Um, to help keep anything going in there and keep them nice and clean. Uh, yeah. That's like $5 for three feet. And I found a plastic version that's half of that. And I was just like, this is still going to cost me a good amount of money, but I can handle this. So I started working on part of that, and I'm going to have to go back up there and finish that up, like I said, when I do that. But for the most part, at least my gutters are working better. Uh, and like I said, I, I don't know why. I'm such an idiot about that. I was just like, oh, this shouldn't take too long. Right. <laughs> uh, too bad you couldn't find like a conveyor belt where you could like 3D print. <laughs> You know, they've, they've made, like, I think the company that iRobot makes something that's supposed to be, like, a little, it's got, like, uh, tractor treads, like, you know, tank treads on it, and it's supposed to help clean out, and I'm like, I don't even know if that thing can get through this crap that was on here. Like, it was it was pretty bad. Um, but got it cleaned out, so, uh, and then, like I said, baseball and the end of the year have just kind of really kept me busy, but uh, spreadsheet stuff. So, a couple episodes ago, I had talked about how I had added to my spreadsheet 
and I had the side thing and I, where I was trying to kind of keep track of how much I've made or whatever. And um, I took that information away, and it's been much better. Like I've, I've felt, I felt better about it. But the other day, I don't know what it was. I had an epiphany, and so like whenever I make one of these matrixes, these large matrixes, I always try to every so often, every you know, I probably should do it more often, but like every six months, I'll just go, okay, let me just see where I'm at here. Um, because you know the the prices of stuff keep going up. Like uh, I was telling Cyrus, I had what we refer to as our Geeks Weekend this last weekend. I was telling Cyrus we were talking about the chip shortages for trucks and video game systems and everything else, and um, he was telling me he's like, yeah, he said, you know, the PlayStation's really having a bad time of it right now because uh, they can't get any of the chips, and the the other chip that they're looking at like doesn't quite work yet, so they're still trying to figure that stuff out. And anyway. Uh, I was like, yeah, I've, the the LEDs that I use for the Matrix, I haven't even been able to buy them off of Amazon. The last time I bought them, I had to buy them directly from the company, and I had to buy enough of them that the shipping kind of evened out to what I was paying with, you know, zero shipping. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you know, it's it's hitting even me. So you know, trying to figure out with these increases, you know, how much do I need to increase the prices of some of the stuff I sell, blah blah blah. And I told right the other day, I, I messaged you, I was like, I, your friend is an idiot. I, I figured out that on a hundred, $110 matrix that I actually make about $60, $65 on it, which I'm just like, eh, that's not too bad, but that's a lot of work that goes into it. And then I was like, so I'm going to raise the price on it $10. So it means $75 per matrix. I think that's worth the amount of time I have to put into it, printing and you know putting them together and mailing them and all that stuff. And so when I would go into my spreadsheet, that's what I would put in. Sold a matrix, put all the information in, $75. And then I thought about it. I don't know what it was. Something hit me as an epiphany. I was like, you know what? I'm accounting for all of this stuff in my spreadsheet. But I'm also accounting for whenever I go to Amazon and I spend $40 on filament. I've already accounted for that, but I'm putting it in there too. And every time I buy LEDs, I account for it. And every time I do this, I account for it. And I'm just like, am I seriously like double... Oh my God, I'm double accounting for this. So I went back and started changing my spreadsheet. And I was like, I'm making better money at this than I thought. So I feel better about it now. Like I was literally to the point I was like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do this. I don't know if it's worth my time. And I'm like, oh no, this is worth my time. <laughs> so. Well, that's uh, good. Yes, <laughs> it's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, the other way I could have done that would be I could just go in there and say, okay, well, I make $65 on, or, you know, on that and however much I make on the other things. And just not account for every time I buy the the stuff. But I'm just like, no, I think I like this better because I can kind of see the fluctuation, how much I'm spending. You know, if I look back last month, and I'm like, oh, I spent forty dollars on two rolls of filament, and this month I'm spending forty five. I need to start looking into stuff. So yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, that's a that's a thing that happened to me. I was just like, how? Oh my god, I'm an idiot. How did I not see this? So anyway. Um, we don't really have a main topic for tonight. Um, I was just thinking since you've been working on house stuff and like I said, I've kind of been doing some stuff around the house. In fact, today, uh, I was out running around doing some, uh, chores and stuff and I stopped by Lowe's and we've got these six fixtures that we, I want to change out. There's two in these little small hallways and the rest of them are in the bedrooms and like the bedroom lights are, or I'm sorry, the, not the bedrooms, the closets. The closet lights are literally just, it's like the the simplest thing you can get. It's like the white porcelain or whatever that's screwed up into the ceiling, and it's a bulb and like this metal cage that goes around it. I mean, it's the most utilitarian thing ever. And I want to put, um, I want to put uh, uh, like an eyeball light in there instead, like make it look a little more modern. And I was at the store and I was looking around and I was just like. You know what, man? These these um, what do they call them? Not caseless or um, oh geez, for because uh, you know when you do like a, a socket light like that, it's it's got a you know case that goes up into the thing. Uh, the newer LED versions are like literally like that thick, and you just kind of cut the hole and you slide it up in there, and the little things go down, and that's it. You don't have to worry about anything because they put off like zero heat, so you don't have to worry about them. Um, and I'm just like. Do what? Like a pot light? Kind of, yes. But but it but because it's LED, it doesn't have to have that large case up inside it to dispute you know, distribute the heat and everything. So um 
Not that you'd have to have it anyway, because I've got LEDs in the ones that I've got now. So, I mean, they basically put off no heat either. Uh, but it's it's one of those things. It's like, man, it would be much easier to do this, but they look a little different than what I have now. And I'm like, I'm not making this choice without my wife. So I'm gonna put this on. <laughs> um, oh. Good call. Yeah. So we're like, you know, we're we're trying to make sure we take some time off during the summer. But um, it, it's funny, like while we're doing this, we're trying to take time off in the summer and just kind of relax. The way that we relax has recently been us sitting down to watch home improvement shows and that's 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 our jam right now so uh the one in particular we're watching right now is one called hometown which is based in mississippi i think alabama maybe somewhere in the south uh and it's this couple that are literally trying to uh rejuvenate their home their hometown um they you know people will move in or are moving around or whatever and they find these older houses and uh, the people will buy them and they fix them up and, and turns out really nice or whatever. The thing that Christian and I really like about the show is um, with the exception of this one episode we watched the other night, um, it's actually like human, human level budgets. So like they've literally had someone come in and were like, I'd like to buy a house and have it uh, uh, redone for and my max budget is one hundred thousand dollars. And they did it. And it's just like, wow, that's that's awesome. Uh, so, you know, it's not like some of these other shows. It's like, oh yeah, my budget's, you know, a billion and a half dollars. <laughs> so. And, the, and that's just for the garage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of home improvement shows, Logan and I, I started watching this, it's this British show called Help My House is Falling Down. Um, and it's a little bit of an older show. I think it's from uh-huh. the 2000s, like 2010, 2011. Hilarious. Um, I, I need to say this though. This show stresses me out. Oh yeah, he so can't much. watch it. <laughs> Partly because we do own a century home, and a lot of these old because Brit, Brit like England is as old as the fucking hills, so a lot of these structures are centuries old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes him nervous to watch what. Oh, been it's done. not it's not nervous on my part. I would just be like, the fucking work that I would have to do to fix that. Oh my! Or the other part is, those motherfuckers did that to fix yeah. it. What? Yeah. Like, so we've been learning a lot. Uh, so I started watching it, and it's a British television show, and it's these people who have bought these um, century-old and older homes with the whole idea, like, charm, they're beautiful, they're gorgeous, we want to restore them. Uh, a one couple, it was actually an inherited farm. Their family had been there for four generations, and the house itself was 400 years old, and one of the parts of the house was actually 700 years old. So... Wow. And it's amazing this because like in North America, you know, we think of an old house, they're like, Oh, that's cute. This thing is like four hundred years old. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Still habitable. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching that and then Logan got in on it with me this last there's only two seasons. Um but it's I like to watch it because it's fascinating what people why they buy these houses, what they choose to do, and it's actually real life budgets, which is why I like the British versions better because mm-hmm. they're like actual real budgets. It's not it's these real people with real stories. With real actual, stories, like I, yeah. you're telling me this is costing going to cost ten thousand pounds. I literally don't have that, so yes. I don't know what I do. Um, but it's these houses that are actually like subsiding, so they're starting to fall apart from each other. Brick walls are bowing. Roofs are being plied apart. My favorite was the, uh, I didn't realize that the cement went back that far. Oh, okay. So there's this one house that uh, they bought, and it was this charming house. And what they thought behind this plaster render, which is a popular thing that they used to do in the 50s and 60s, was put this, like, pebble kind of stucco-y stuff over top of perfectly good brick. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. They did. So they thought, okay, underneath this stuff is going to be brick. No, no. Victorian concrete, which I didn't know was a thing. The house, I didn't know it was a thing either. Neither did I. So their house is literally falling like chunks of this Victorian concrete, which is just uh, clay uh, and then glass. sand and then just shit to hold it all together. So there's bits of iron, there's glass, there's some rocks, there's chunks of brick. Is there anything that they could use as filler? As anything yeah. put together, that's what they chucked in there. And it got wet. So in this particular case, rain had gotten into the wall, 
which had made the iron turn to rust, which allowed more water come in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really crumbling now yeah. apart. They did a core sample on majority of the house was okay. It was this one side of the wall. As they're pulling the core sample out, it, it crumbles in their hands. Like, and this, these people are living in this house. Oh, my God. Yeah. The majority of these people are living, living in these houses. A lot of yeah. them have damp, a lot of them have black mold. Their kids are getting sick. But they're like, we bought this house. And then literally six months later, shit just started falling apart. And it kind of reminded me of our house um, in that when we first bought this. Oh, my, I never blame my cousin because my cousin only lived here for eight months. Yeah. And the majority of that, she was basically living with her boyfriend. So they had just gotten together yep. when she purchased this house. She wasn't really here, and she wasn't here long enough to do anything to the house except for paint some walls. So it was the people before her that she bought the house off of. Who were here and for then like the, five years. Five years, and then the couple before that who raised their family were here for there. 40 years. So we blame a lot of the shit that's happened yeah. that we found recently on those two couples. I right. I curse them a lot. We say fucking <laughs> Here, yeah, um, because the basement has not flooded, but we had a leak. Um, fi- I think we, we think we fixed it. it out. We think it was the siding that was causing the leak because yeah. that was the first thing that we had to replace on this house was the siding. So yeah, pretty that, sure that's the condensate pump on the furnace broke, so our basement flooded twice. Not a lot of flooding, but enough that you're like, oh no. Not to worry about it. Uh, yeah, and then the, the the very first thing that went wrong in the house was um, the sink backed up. Oh yeah, the sink backed up, so we had to get the emergency. Where, I was like, what is going? So I was worried that tree roots were in like our main line on the right, way out. Yeah. Uh, I was so I was checking things and like so we had to shut down the water and like no way could use the washrooms and like it was yeah. all. So then I confirmed, okay, no, it's just the kitchen area and. Uh, we can use the one bathroom and that's okay, but don't use the main line because I'm not sure about this area. And anyway, we narrowed it down. It was just the kitchen line and it was one section of the kitchen line. Uh, and it's it was uh, iron pipe still, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so thankfully the guy came out. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was awesome. It was an emergency uh, one that he came out within, I'd say, two hours. Less than that. He was out here and... Within an hour, it was fixed. He cut the part out, put a new piece in, uh, and it was relatively good price as well. Like it was. Yeah. But it's things like that yeah. when you have a century-old home where you start, oh, like we have cracks, but we, they're very yeah. old cracks, and they're from settling. But you watch right. and these people are like, yeah, that happened overnight, and they're cracks that are like this thick. You can stick it. <laughs> and so like and and. Um, in concrete. And concrete, yeah, brick and concrete just pulling away from each other. Bad electrical. There was one that was, oh. they had such bad damp in their house that all the electrical sockets on the ground floor went. So they had decided. They had in, two that were working. They had oh no. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they, they had, had two working outlets. A series of like snaked electrical extension cords coming from upstairs. So they could run things that were downstairs. Right. Oh my God. They fire were living hazards. like that. And fire then hazards. The last one that I watched, they actually had a fire because of the damp. It actually did spark, and they did have a fire because of how damp the house was. And so it's just one of those things where you're like, you try your best, you have a vision, you're really hopeful, and then all of a sudden your house decides to tell you to fuck you, and you're like, <laughs> what the hell happened? And you don't realize. And a lot of these families and stuff, they don't realize, one, that you can't just close the door and hope it goes away, <laughs> which is what some of them have done. They've yeah. just living in parts of their house so that they don't have to deal with it. Um, that if they just fixed it when that came up, it wouldn't have gotten that bad. Um, and that you have to get proper... Not so much surveys, but you have to be realistic when you buy a house. It can't just be because, oh, we just need some paint. Your house, your house is 500 years old. It might need more than just paint. It's, yeah. It's old. Pay the few hundred bucks to get an engineer out and take yeah. a look at shit. Like it's. Oh, and the worm in the in the wood rot. Like there was oh, one. Oh, yeah, dry rot and Dry stuff, rot and yeah. stuff and these wood worms, wood worms or whatever. So they pulled this timber frame out and it just turned to dust. Mm-hmm. Like a supporting floor joist. And there's children's rooms above this floor choice. 
I'm like, <laughs> they're not, they, they couldn't jump up and down on their bed. They couldn't do anything because the they furniture was through. moving or they <laughs> the floor. They would have come so, through the floor. I love watching the show. Oh, I it stresses it. me out. Oh, yeah. They, they stress me out, too. So, like I said, going back to the show that we're watching, um, one of the th- one of the other things that I also really like about it is as they're going back and redoing these houses, like they'll be like, okay, well, we're gonna go in, and we're gonna rip out all of the the cabinets in the kitchen or whatever. Um, the husband who is uh, you know also does you know the work you know part of the work and, and demolition and everything, he's also has his own woodworking shop, and uh, he oftentimes will take wood he finds in the house and go will will take it and make it into something. So like. You know, he'll be like, you know, they'll, they'll, he's like, you know, what do you think of this this dresser or whatever? And they're like, oh, that's that's beautiful. He goes, yeah, that that was the doors that we took out of the house that I stripped down and ripped and and and, and turned into something else. And he he's a he's a great woodworker, so see, that part fascinates me as well. But I I see what you're I know what you're talking about because time after time they walk into a house and it's like, oh look, yeah, there's this ugly shag carpet. It's been here forever, or whatever crossing our fingers it's it's wood floor and it, about 70 80 percent of the time rip it up oh look wood floor and the guy that they have who's their their wood floor expert he's kind of i don't know he's kind of he's just a really laid-back cheery guy and he's just like oh yeah there's some rot over there and so we'll, we'll get that out we'll, we'll rip that out it'll be, it'll be it'll be fine it'll be fine and it is like it always ends up looking beautiful but um yeah, it, it it that that's always been my thing is you know I'm like I understand these older houses and they they look beautiful and there's probably some just fantastic woodwork and stuff in there, but that would be my thing would be like okay so we want to make a change kind of a major change maybe we're gonna move a wall or something like that and I'm just like my luck is gonna be no the fucking floor joists are gonna be all gone or whatever and they do find that they're just like. Oh yeah. oh yeah, like you know, they'll they'll start taking down like it might be like a, a drop ceiling or whatever, and they'll take it down. And they're they're just like, yeah. So the 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 you know the the two by six that's going across here, it's supposed to be holding everything up, ends here, and they just took like a couple of two by fours and nailed it to it or whatever, and called it a day. And it's like that is not structurally safe even the slightest. Yeah. But whereas whereas like and i even brought this up to christy the other day whereas like watching property brothers or whatever they're like oh yeah we're gonna take out this wall or whatever and it'll be all clean or whatever and they're like well we can't do that because if we take down this wall it's load bearing it's gonna be a bunch of problems it's like well all right well now we have to put now we have to install a you know a, a beam or whatever and that's going to cost several thousand dollars and you know listen we could do it this way and it'll cost a couple hundred dollars and you may just have a little bit of a division, or we can do this. It's going to cost a couple thousand. No, no, do that. I absolutely don't want anything like that. And this couple's just like, all right, we got to put a beam in, so we'll just kind of have a slight division. All right, keep moving. And it's just like, of course, like a normal person would be like, me would be like, no, fine, as long as the beam looks okay, it's good. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's where you start comparing. Like, so on the show, she does. So it's a woman named Sarah Beanie who hosts it. She's awesome because in some of the like some of the episodes. I guess the way they film or whatever. She's very pregnant. This woman is on construction sites and she's bombing up and down the stairs and she's just like super excited. She's got this massive belly. And she's also an older mom too. So I think when she had her last baby, she was like in her late thirties or something. And you're tired at that yes. point. Um, but she, she also, she has a team of experts that come in as surveyors and like, um, uh, pest control people and like, um, She's a structural engineer and uh, her gutter drain person. Because the gutters and drains and everything in England are a lot different than here in North America, right? Because a lot of them are so old mm-hmm. that it's a very different system. Um, one of them was they were in a coal mining town. And actually some of these this house person was starting to fall away. So they were actually worried that it was over an abandoned mine shaft. And because what had happened in the town is that... There would be a house there one day, and then the next day it would it collapsed into a, a mine shaft. And there was actually oh my god, he's worth three houses had done that, and five people died. So she was there, but they got like the thermal engineering radar crap that they and it wasn't thankfully it wasn't on a abandoned mine shaft, but they just used to just abandon them when they were done using them and oh, yeah. just collapse. Like that's really dangerous, but I guess. You don't have any forethought. Anyway, so 
she does say this could cost like, and especially roofs because they don't use shingles, they use slate tiles. So that's a oh, whole yeah. different structural yeah. thing too. So she says that, you know, the big fix could cost you 10,000 pounds or 20,000 pounds or whatever it is. Or what we could do is if you're willing to do this work, we could do this ourselves, meaning I'll help you and walk you through this because we've already had the structural engineer walk through. He's already told us what's wrong and what's happening and everything like that. So we could do this fix and it'll only cost you a couple hundred pounds or a thousand pounds and it's good. So you have the choice what you want to do with it. And more often than not, they pick the cheaper choice, which is a lot. It's not as scary as they initially thought, which is also what she's trying to tell them. Like, listen, if you had just gotten this looked at right away, Mm -hmm. it would have been this bad. And it's not as scary. So it's okay. And now it's fine. So, and you're good for like the rest of the, however long you live here. But yeah, she's, and she brings them to this like state of the art, um, England's like premier technology for house building center or whatever in England. And she like does mock up stuff when people are like, yeah, but do we really need to do that? And she She will like mock it up. And she shows them like, this is your house. This is what's in the state now. If it stays this way and you do nothing, this is what's going to keep happening. So the model that she shows how the model will actually fall apart. Fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. How how the roof is actually pulling pulling the walls away. Yeah, from the house and eventually collapsing. So she shows them. And then she shows them the fixed version. So if you did this, this is what happens. And so, Yeah. yeah. It's it's very interesting because some people do need to be talked into it. Some people are like, no, no, it's fine. We can it's live with fine. it. It's, it's not fine. that bad. Or it's just too much money. We'll just live with it for now. And she's like, you actually can't because your house is going to fall down if you do. Yeah. Won't have a house and you'll be lucky to be alive yes. if it doesn't fall down. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I do like home improvement shows. I do yeah. Because it's fun. And I've been watching a lot of... Um, designers on YouTube with trends and stuff. Not that I'm a trendy person at all, but I've gotten really into decorating this house and like creating like a whole aesthetic with this house um, that I've never done before. So I kind of want to do it in a way that's not right, but like is cohesive and I pull it off and stuff. So I'm watching a lot of, of those and, and they do a lot of trends that they hate, which I love. They're like, why do people do this? The latest one that I saw, it was people are taking mirrors and and things like that and putting spray foam around them like a frame. Apparently it's big on TikTok. Logan's looking at me weird. Um, so they spray this expandable spray foam all the way around like a, like a mirror frame mm-hmm. and they'll put stuff in it to like make it glow, like little glow in the dark bits so it glows in the dark when the lights are off or they'll paint it and stuff. They've also, so that's weird. And then they'll it's spray foam. It's it spray looks foam. like shit. But they, yeah. So that's a trend apparently. And the other trend is tiling everything like tiling side tables. So t- having like little, those little square one by one tiles, tiling an end table with that. Oh yeah. I'm not, mm-hmm. I did not know that was a popular thing. Um, See, the only reason, the only thing I can think of using the spray foam for is I'm following this guy. I think it's called, I think his YouTube channel is Hollywood Haunter, him and his wife. It, it's mainly him, but the, and, but the fact she goes along with it is just crazy. Uh, I know I posted a video of it. He built, they have a son, and they built a Ghostbusters firehouse-themed playhouse for their son. And it is, awesome. it is huge it is ginormous well the thing he's working on right now is his son is interested in he-man so he is making a basically a uh headboard for their their kids uh bed that looks like castle grayskull and like literally he's take he's showing how i don't know where he's getting it he keeps saying they, they managed to get a hold of these big sheets of foam but he's like carving down this foam or whatever and he's taking the expanding foam because, you know, whenever it, you know, you can make it look like rocks and stuff. So when you were saying that, I was like, well, are they spraying it on the edge of these things to make it and then shaping it to where it looks like a, like a rock or something around it? That, oh, it looks not. like these puffy, no, it looks like they, it's spray foam. It's spray foam and then they painted it. It's kind of like this puffy cloud thing I think they're going for. 
Um, and then there's, yeah, the tiled end tables and then mirrors everywhere, apparently, really big. Oh, and acrylic furniture's coming back, apparently. The thing is happening. Oh, with, okay. you know, yeah. So I'm watching all these things, and I'm like, oh, wow. No. Also, when you watch the home improvement shows and the when they don't have, because, you know, a lot, some of those times you can tell that a stager's been in there. Oh, yeah. Properly, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's exactly how it looks after the production leaves and all of that shit goes with them. So the, so the ones that I'm watching, it's this woman, oh, bless her. She did her own thing. Hope she never sells her house because I don't know who would buy it. She has a black tile kitchen flooring that has lavender, bright lavender purple walls. And Wait, that, like the whole floor is just black? The whole floor is this black tile. Big, big black, like two by two, two foot by two foot black. Yeah, black. Wow, okay. Tile, just shiny. They have a dog. <laughs> Please tell me it's a white haired dog. No, it's a Dalmatian. Oh my God. So white haired. Yeah, that yeah. massive dog. And then off of that, they have their, their kind of their family. It's like a big great room. And in the middle of that is a stripper pole. All right, sure, why not? With skull wallpaper on the wall. Skull wallpaper. Yes, and it's done sort of like uh, sugar skulls. Anyways, and the, the kitchen is just this harmonious color of purple. It's really bright and lavender. It's just all, but it's black, and black, white, and purple. The whole main floor. And I was like, wow, that's a choice. And you have a put on that. And wow, okay. And I've no, I've liked nothing that anybody's done the, in any of this. The other thing that I have really come to the conclusion of is money does not no. buy you taste. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. One of the girls that I watch on YouTube, her name's Paige, and she does, you know those um, art, uh, architecture digest celebrity home tours? Yes. So she reviews them as because she's an interior designer. So she did the the Real Housewives, like a couple of them. And mm-hmm. she's like, what? She's like, why? Why would you put that in your house? Like, especially in New Jersey, there's like this big thing of having these mansions with the double staircase that go out, mm-hmm. uh, that go up and out, and just the grandeur thing of. She's like, this isn't an Italian design. I mean, it is for New Jersey, but this is like huge and grand, and like, why would you put? The, it's just like they have all this money. They're millionaires, but their house looks like. You know, the Jersey Shore threw up all over it. See, Christy and I were having a discussion the other night. Um, uh, the, the the woodworking guy did a, a – a, it's the first time he's ever – he's never done a uh, – what's it called? A live edge table. And I was just telling Christy, I was like, you know, I said, I don't know how you feel about this. I said, but I watch these woodworkers on YouTube and stuff, and sometimes they'll do it, and they'll do it where they – pour basically what looks like a kind of a river in between it. And I'm like, I'm fascinated by that. I really kind of like it. I just don't know if I would own it. And she's like, I'm the same way. She goes, maybe for like a small table, not like the, the, not like the coffee table. I'm like, yeah, maybe that's it. Like it, but it fascinates me to watch these people do this stuff. And it's just, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can, I completely understand. So I know which one you talk like, I've looked at it as well. There's a, a woman that I follow, uh, I think it's Instagram. Um, what she does is she pours the uh, the acrylic or what, like whatever mm-hmm. on one side, and then makes it looks like waves coming in on a beach. I've seen that done too. Yeah, it looks beautiful. But again, do I want to deal cards on that? Like, do I want to have breakfast on that all the time? Like, it's right. It's beautiful. I don't know if I want to look at it all the time. Well, that like if it's if it's a table, maybe if it's a nightstand or if it's a table sitting in the corner or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But like you said, for being the main focus all the time, it's like that's eh, that's a lot. Well, <laughs> it's a lot. And then the other thing, okay, I want to change the wall color. Oh, I got to change the color of my table now too. And that's the other thing about being like following trends like that, like very because some things are timeless. Some things will always be timeless. Right. Um, But then you get these very weird timestamp specific trends that Mm -hmm. we can look for things like that. And, you know, the early 2000s for things like that, too. Right. 70s. 70s. So thank you, Orange. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. So this 
you know, you want to have things that feel well, that you're sort of with it. You're not old or yeah. still current, but some of them are just like, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand why that, and it is, it does date the space. So then you are, so it's nice for about three to five years. And then you're finding yourself, well, I love this before, but now I want to sort of, and this is coming from a place of privilege that we do have enough money oh, that we can yes, decide absolutely. to paint a room or yeah. change yeah. it up. But I'm not talking about like a full revamp. Um, but you know, you get tired of a piece and you want to bring something in. So it's, it's one of those things where you picking and choosing your taste, but your taste in a timeless way. Right. So right. That you get tired of it. And you're only, you're only adding to your space, not being like, Oh, that was, that was a very, very trendy purchase. Like a, like a spray foam hair. I could see a teenager wanting to do that and like expressing themselves and like doing something creative that way. But like as a nearly 40 year old woman, I do not see the appeal to spray. See, like I said, the only thing I could see is if you're going to be like, okay, well we're going to do the bathroom and like ocean stuff or whatever. And to make it look like it's rocks all the way around it, maybe. But even then it's like, this belongs in like a seafood restaurant and not my bathroom. Yes. Yeah, so, there's, yeah, there's a thing about taking listen, the theme I, way too far. Too. I, I love my mother. Oh, love my your mother. mom. Oh, bless her. She's Talk a, about themes. Oh, she geez. loves the beach theme. She loves the beach. To she the doesn't point, like to go swimming. She just loves being at the beach. To the point of she was clipping shells, and yes. then she would, like, glue a bunch of stuff on her. So she'd use the hot glue gun in order to make it look like it's beached. And then she... She, she hot glue guns shells to a picture. Yeah, stuck it in her bathroom yeah uh and then i i love her dearly and she really loves this piece of art and i call it art because that's what she calls it that's what she calls it um there's a painting that somebody did for her that she bought Mm -hmm. and they incorporated real sticks and stuff in it and and this it's real it's real reeds and there's real things that are on it and i'm like that's a choice she loves it though. Your mom absolutely like, loves it. And and they they made they tried to make each stick a little bit smaller so it gave it depth. But the problem is is it, it all remains the same width the whole way through. Mm-hmm. So it it looks like they're just in a line getting smaller because you they didn't shrink the size of it this way, right? So if you're gonna take the time and incorporate these into your painting, and I mean you got to have perspective on it, too, and, and actually – but anyway, it's a choice. His, his sister and him <laughs> just – and to her credit, his mother does not give a single fuck what anybody thinks. She no. loves it. It's going up. I don't care what you think. Because yes. his sister, who is an interior designer, and you both make fun of her for her design choices. And she's like, I like it. And then that's the end of the discussion, and it stays there, and she loves it. And that just makes it that – that much more hilarious it, with things like that. It's very mama, and it that's is, okay. Yes, it is, <laughs> and that's fine. Yes, you, yeah, she. Uh, that's her shtick. She loves beach themes. She loves things to feel. She loves her house to feel like a calming retreat. And mm-hmm. so for her, her calming retreat is the beach. So that's what she tries to create, but she does it in a very literal sense, where she like loves to have shells. And Listen, jars of sand. I was gonna, I was gonna say, if she could do like the sand floor. Oh from, my god! And it not from like the ruin friends, things. Yeah. The, like she would do that. You remember when they and that friends episode where they went to that. <laughs> the beach house the beach that house, had all sand, the sand in, in all the rooms. Yeah. If it didn't ruin things, she would do that. She would, and if it wasn't like a total disaster to have sand in your house, oh, like she that, totally she would. Yeah. She'd love that. She did let your sister design a lot of her stuff in their new house, like their kitchen and stuff like that. And her chandelier that she's got in her dining room, I don't know who purchased that. It's, it's like 80 pounds. It's awful. And it's way too big for the space. Like, it's just too gigantic. But she loves it because yeah. it reminds her of seashells. And it's like, okay, good. This gigantic chandelier for your... I'm glad you like it, Mom. I'm glad you love it. She's like, look at what it throws up on the ceiling. Yes. (laughs) And it's staying there and staying with them. (laughs) 
and somebody else can take it down because I'm not touching an 80-pound late fixture. Jeez, yeah. But I just love her confidence in that, that that's what she likes, and so that's what she does, and yeah. she doesn't care what anybody else thinks. I really like, I appreciate that about her. Yeah, my mom's kind of the same way. She's very big into this farmhouse thing. Like, she's got every single farmhouse kitsch thing, like chicken, eggs, five cents, like random, and like farmhouse signs randomly placed everywhere in her in-town prefab mobile home that she lives in, right? Like, there's nothing farmhouse about her home, but she no. loves, she, she hates negative space, too. So every single oh, yeah. every, living cranny's got something on it. Every wall space has got to be covered in something. So, yes. Yeah. But she's got a very good eye for space and demand, like and and where things should go. So it looks nice. It's just <laughs> a lot of stuff in her house. It's crammed. Yeah. It's crammed. I anyway. don't think she has any free wall space. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, already then. Activity, right. <laughs> Well, see, and Christy and I are coming at this from we're hoping to have the majority of the house paid off in the next four to five years and looking at 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 building our final home. And so we're also thinking in our there are some things we want to do around the house. We don't want to do major things since we're not going to be here too, too much longer. Um, but there are several things that, you know, we're looking at and and things that we kind of like things we might want to do here, but definitely things for the next house even. Uh, like the other night, they were they redid the bathroom, and Christy's like, "No, stop, stop, go back." And I'm like, "Okay, what am I going back to?" And she's like, "I like that toilet, like the way it's shaped. <laughs> that seems like that would be much easier to keep clean and everything else." And I'm just like, "Nope, I I agree with that. That would be." I'm like, "Well, what about that mirror?" No, I'm like, "All right, well, okay, never mind." <laughs> so, when uh, you have different design styles too. What I will say, though, is we had a conversation about creativity. And I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll end it on this one. We had a conversation about creativity. She always cursed me because I actually wanted input on on my, a little bit of say as to w- what the space would look like. Uh-huh. And then somebody actually thanked me for sticking to it because she actually appreciated my opinion and actually enjoyed some of my choices. So that was kind of nice. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> yeah, every so often I'll I'll throw out an idea, and if we go with it, and if it works out, I, I'm like that was mine. That was mine. That was mine. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, well, let's go ahead and move on to our our projects for next time. Um, Ray, you want to go first? Um, sure, I'll go first. Uh, you know what? I think it's time to at least get some sketches down of what my paintings I want to do. So, okay. Uh, I, you do have some time coming up. I have some time coming up. I've uh, There's not a lot going around the house. We're, we're done the majority of what we want to do. Um, I only have some baseboards that need to go on and trim. some trim. So once that's on, I'll have some time to, to kind of get through some paintings and, and at least drawings of what I want to sketch out and kind of thing. So I'm, I'm going to at least have uh, the basics down for for a couple of paintings. Good deal. Um, I'll just jump in real quick. Um, some small house projects. Honestly, it's uh, like I said. There's a couple more things I need to do with some of the the um, some of the flooring. I want to try to go ahead and finish off the lights. Uh, one of the other things that we're looking at doing is slowly but surely start changing out all of the uh, hardware on the doors and stuff. Of course, she's wanting to not only change shape but change color. So that means we also have to change like all of the uh hinges and stuff and yeah um the the thing we're a little worried about is uh, our cat lucas he wants to go outside constantly he's not an outside cat every so often he does get to run outside but he's not an outside cat um he understands that this is the thing that we touch that allows the door to open so he will and he's tall enough like if he gets if he stretches up he will stretch up and grab onto the door knob he doesn't understand how to twist it. And I keep telling Christy, I'm like, because she wants to put like handles on. And I'm like, if we do that, we're going to have to make sure we keep that door locked. Because otherwise he will, he's smart enough. He will figure yeah. out how to let himself out. Yep. Yep. And so. boys are getting to the age that they may leave the house with, or like come through the door without locking, locking it. it. So, yeah. uh, 
So, which isn't too bad for most places. It's just like there may be some doors we may have to like our guest bathroom. I don't even know how we're going to do that. We're going to have to figure that out because the boys will need to be able to get in and out of it. But like the guest bedroom, we don't really let the animals in there, and he wants to constantly get in there as well. And I'm just like, we may just have to lock it. And anytime I go in there, I may just have to, you know, do the whole reach up on top of the thing, get the little little thing and unlock it so i can get inside or whatever so we'll see it will be interesting when i do that eventually but um and then the other thing is um working on my ecto conversion i got the roof rails on i think i'm gonna go ahead and because i've driven a little bit at night here recently and I, I don't want the yellowish tinge of the headlights to bother me but it does so i may go ahead and just be like nope screw it go ahead and buy the lights i i know i can Putting in the headlights will just be a matter of time. I've, I've done it. <laughs> Technically, I've done it twice now, and I can do it the third and final time. Um, but uh, sitting over here on the ground next to me, I have, and they came in last week. I haven't even got to open them yet because I've been so busy with like Geeks Weekend and everything else, uh, are the uh, strobe lights that go on the top of the Ecto. Oh. So um, I need to get those out of the boxes and just kind of like kind of mount them generally on the top of the car so I can see how big of a basket I can get because I could kind of measure some stuff out. And I was like, no, this is something I really need to kind of eyeball and see, you know, I don't need to get one that's too big, too small, whatever. So that's kind of the next thing I need to do. I need to get these things out, get them on top of the car just temporarily so I can see how big a basket I can get and go ahead and order the basket and start getting some of that stuff in. Cause I think once, once the ball starts rolling on this, it's going to go pretty quick. So, cause it's, it's honestly buying the these big sheets of magnetic, uh, you know, big sheets of magnet or whatever, and the vinyl stuff that goes on it and cutting it out, and that kind of takes care of the rest of the outside of the car, and the rest of it's just figuring out how to mount the baskets and the lights and stuff, and uh, I, I kind of have a, a a goal to get to, and then like maybe a stretch goal, and I don't know if I'll quite get to the stretch goal. Um, I'll share it here. No one, no one listens to this. So. <laughs> I had mentioned to uh, most people when they do an ecto, they have the lights on the front and the back. They have the the yellow tubes on each side, uh, and then they have different things on top. There's a thing called the sniffer. It looks kind of like it, it's got two red things. It goes back and forth on it. Uh, usually there's kind of a radar dish. There's some other things up there. I want to try to keep it low profile so that I can pull into the garage. And one of the things I thought about doing was uh, taking like a large, like a really large trash can and basically turning it upside down and chopping the bottom off and putting that on top of there with a bunch of lights. And I'd have to figure it out with an Arduino and make it so that I, it can be triggered with an, an, an IR sensor in the Ghostbusters video game. Uh, there are levels where you're walking through downtown New York and they've installed what they call the Super Slammer. And it's basically a giant ghost trap on the top of the Ecto. And so you go around, you're catching the ghost, and then you literally slam it down. And whenever you do, it lights up, you know, so that you know you've got, you've got the ghost. And I've thought about it, and no one else has done this that I know of. And how fantastic would it be to do something like that and have it triggered with an, you know, just like a little IR thing so I could give myself and whoever else is walking around the Ecto in a parade – the ability to act like we're firing, and then as we pull down, hit that little trigger and have it light up, it would be fantastic. And I think I can do it. I think that's not beyond my <laughs> programming capabilities. So we we shall see. You've you've also done the smoke that smells like marshmallows. Like you 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 can, can do, do it, it, man. it dude. You can do <laughs> it. So yeah, uh, there's yeah there's some things I just need to I need to get. So. Uh, like, like I said, hopefully, maybe not this week, hopefully next week, maybe uh, I can start getting some stuff together and have some pictures to share because, uh, like I said, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. So I'm getting excited. Get, I get to start going out and doing stuff again. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, what do you want to work on for next time? Uh, I'm not going to mention any romance store because I have no idea. Um, but I would like to get my blanket that I got started done and get that new one that I had uh, pattern for, I want to get that done. Um, and I want to start sort of decorating the house a little bit, start pu putting up pictures and, and sort of change out that kind of stuff. I want to start doing that. 
because now I can go to the thrift store and I can go to places and get actually picture frames get and, picture frames yeah. and actually do stuff like that now that we're in phase one. Phase one of being open again. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I would like to have done by next month. Good deal. All right. Well, that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, wherever it is you listen to the show. Um, I'll change it up a little bit. Uh, if you are listening to this show, recommend it to someone else. Like we, we have a very, we do have an audience, but we have a very small audience for this show. Um, and it would be nice if we, you know, kind of grew that a little bit. So if, if, if you know someone that you think would enjoy the show, definitely, uh, de- definitely recommend it to someone else. So, um, you can always find us at epicallygeeky.com where you can find all of our shows, including the Epically Geeky Show, Marginally Geeky Show, uh, this show and Sustainably Geeky. Um, and uh, then you can follow us on uh, on social media at Epically Geeky as well. Uh, where can we find you online, Ray? The Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. And uh, <laughs> I've really stayed away from Twitter because it's become even more of a cesspool. <laughs> yep. Don't. I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, Chris, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me here and Marginally Geeky and Epically Geeky and Sustainably Geeky. And we just did a show with a lovely young lady who yes. works in Hawaii uh, with coral research and ocean research. Um, so that is up now, I believe. Yep. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Rose and Hummingbird. And as always, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.